0: intentad mantener el contacto con vuestros amigos, con vuestra familia, porque a mí me parece que aprecio muchísimo más a mis amigas de la infancia ahora que no estoy con ellas, eh, porque hace muchas cosas que das por sentado cuando no estás, eh, cuando estás en tu casa.
1: Hi everyone, welcome to la sociedad the podcast series where we share the stories of Hispanic and Latino students in Ireland. Welcome to our second episode. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Martina with us. Uh, She is a Spanish student at UCC, and she just has an amazing story to share with us. So welcome, Martina. Hi, thank you so much for having me here. Yeah, we met, uh, I think, three Two weeks ago, um, at one of the activities of the Hispanic Society at UCC, and we connected, and you know, I really wanted to have her on the podcast today. So um, I already know a little bit about you, Martina, but would you mind uh, introducing yourself to the audience?
0: Yeah, uh, sure. My name is Martina Corella, and I am from Zaragoza, Spain. Although I was born in Madrid, I moved to Zaragoza when I was one years old, and it's between Madrid and Barcelona. If you're not familiar with it. Uh, I went to school from ages three to 18 in a French school in Spain, so I followed the French system. I'm not very familiar with education in Spain. Uh, however, yeah, I moved here to Ireland this September. Yeah, this September for my first year. I'm currently in my first year of studies in world languages at UCC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is where we met, UCC,
1: because we both go to UCC. Um, And, you know, you're saying you came here in September, but what was the process of, you know, deciding to come to Ireland? Because you could have stayed in Spain, you know, you could have gone to any other countries, but why did you choose Ireland to, to, to do college?
0: This is not a very romantic story. So basically, I wanted a change of air, so I I did not want to stay in Spain because I've always known I wanted to travel the world, and I just thought it was a nice way to just stay for a while in another country with a structured sort of life. You know, I go to school, I come back, I live with other students, and the most uh, normal decision would have been to go to France, since I'm fluent in French and all the culture and stuff. However, I was a bit fed up with the system, the education system. I didn't really, I wanted to change. And since English is the third language I speak, it only makes sense. But the reason Mm. why I chose Ireland is really just Brexit. (laughs) I Mm. absolutely don't regret it, but the prices are through the roof in the UK. Scotland was my first option, so I just decided to come to Ireland. I like to think (laughs) of it as fate because it just sounds better. But really, it's just because I couldn't afford the UK. No,
1: that's fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> um, I think that's a great reason why. And uh, you've been here for how many months already? You've been here for more than six months already, yeah. right? Hmm. So like, have you, what have been some of the main challenges that you have experienced ever since you, you moved to Ireland? Were there any challenges in terms of immigration or, you know, like getting used to the education
0: system here, getting used to the culture? Hmm. I mean, the biggest challenge is probably cooking, because I don't know how to cook, but that's not an Irish thing. Uh, When it comes to the culture, I think it's just, it's quite similar. It's Europe. It's probably more similar to the um, kind of Mediterranean sort of personality than the British are. This is a total stereotype. It's probably wrong. I don't know. (laughs) But I did not face that many challenges. Uh, Speaking English for the whole day wasn't as challenging as I thought, because I thought it would just be exhausting but it hasn't been that far what i do mm-hmm. have to say is my friend group is quite an international so we adapt kind of our conversation speed and rhythm to our own mm. needs and our english levels so whenever i do find myself in a group of just irish people i find like i can't make the conversation flow the way they can so it's kind of awkward i do kind of feel out of place but it's not something i've encountered a lot since again my course and just UCC in general is a highly international place. Mm-hmm. which I think is one of the
1: main benefits, you know, of being at UCC. Uh, in, in our first episode, I, uh, I was talking about this with Aitana. We mentioned how UCC is such an international place. We have students from all over the world. We have professors from, like, different countries as well. Um, and talking, like, about UCC, uh, what have been, you know, what are some of the benefits of going to UCC? Or what is your favorite part of being a student at UCC?
0: I really love the way courses are structured. I think it's more free and participative than it would be in Spain. It's less of just the lecturer just like speaking over a PowerPoint. At least my course classes are really small. Probably the biggest I have is maybe like 30 students, whereas in Spain you're just in an auditorium with uh, hundreds of students. Again, that's just my course. If you do something like law or medicine, you're probably with more people. But it's great to be able to express myself in class. I don't think that's something I could have gotten where I'm from. And when it comes to UCC, I love the variety of societies and clubs. I think there are over 100. I don't think that's a thing. In Spain, in general, the university life is way more blossoming and just nice. It's easier to get to know people, whereas I think in Spain it's more so just you go to uni, you go back home, and then you just party with the friends you've made. But there aren't that many (laughs) structured events that just reunite like-minded people. I think that's a great way to just have a good time and also when you come to uni for the first time and don't know anyone I think it's it's a nice way to just get to make friends and you're all kind of in the same situation of being in and somewhere new and having to just you know
1: mingle. (laughs) No not for sure because I feel like Students at UCC—they are so active. They are so involved on campus. Like they are part of so many societies and clubs. And we met through a society. We met on oh, this was like Hispanic society. And and I would love to uh, hear what you think about the Hispanic society and what you think about the Hispanic and the Latino community at UCC or in Cork. Um, but since you moved here in September, um, how has been the experience or the process of? Uh, connecting with other Hispanic students on campus and in Cork. Hmm.
0: Um, Yeah, I was actually shocked to see that the Hispanic society did not really exist when I first got here, because I just thought it was such an obvious thing. You know, there's a French society, there's a, I don't know, a Japanese society. It just made sense, so I'm really glad they're doing it now. Um, There are so many Spanish people. Uh, Also obviously Latino people, but when I first got here it was all like Spanish people. I did meet a couple of them in my course and they've been so nice to me. But I kind of struggled really getting to connect more with people, like-minded, you know, uh, Mm Spanish-speaking people, because even though I saw them around, I didn't really have... Uh, moments of really getting to speak to them without it seeming weird, just like, hola, eres de España? No, that's just awkward. So uh, I'm really glad I got to start attending Hispanic Society events. It has been great so far. And I feel like that if you are um, Latino Hispanic immigrant, that is the way to go to meet other people. Because even though you may have one or two in your course, it's really not the same thing. And I also got to meet a ton of Latino, Latina people, which is, amazing because i never really had contact with people from latin america and you're all so sweet and amazing
1: and i love it no yeah yeah definitely i i definitely went through what you said about you know like just (laughs) looking at people in my class and be like hey are you latina hey are you hispanic (laughs) Uh, which is pretty awkward it's like kind of weird to do that so i feel like it's amazing to have the hispanic society and activities and events where we can connect with people with like-minded people and um, in addition to your involvement in the Hispanic Society, what are other ways in which you 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 keep connected to your culture or you know to uh, to to your country?
0: Um, I call my parents every night, which is the most obvious one. You know that way, I really don't. I mean, I'm not gonna lose my Spanish, obviously, but you know, because also the um, there's that Spanish personality that's not really that's really characteristic of the country. So I like. Uh, actually talking to people from there. My parents are the most obvious one, but I also hold uh, Zoom meetings with my friends every once in a while, which is great, because, you know, we can discuss yeah. the way our lives are going and, you know, the usual Spanish fashion using expressions and things that I may not be able to use on my daily life here. Um, other than that, I've never really been connected to many cultural practices from my area anyway so there's that's a shame it's, it is but there are not many things i do there's a, i found cook as i said so i can't make myself a tortilla and i don't really listen to spanish music but i think if that's something that you know floats your boat that's something you should do i mostly mm-hmm. just keep in contact via yeah my friends my family and you know people back in spain who mm-hmm. tell me how things are going there And you know, social Mm -hmm. media, I just see what everyone's doing, people who are staying there for their studies, it's just, it's interesting. Yeah, no, that's very
1: interesting. And uh, at the beginning of the interview, you mentioned that uh, you think Irish and, you know, Spanish culture, they're actually very similar. It's like the Euro- European culture. Um, so I would love to hear what you like about the, the Irish culture, because you've been here for a while already. What are some of the things that you like about it? I um, Last episode, we were talking about the pop culture, for example, <laughs> how like that was like something very interesting for us.
0: So I would love to hear what you think about it. Pop culture is not really my thing, but I do see how someone coming from Spain would feel at home. Um, <laughs> what I love about Irish people, and I noticed on the very first days, was whenever I go to a store or a cafe or something, they always just spread names on me. They'll be like, well, what do you want? Or something like that. And, you know, they call me love, whatever, and that really makes you feel at home. Because, you know, when you go to Spain, you're going to be like, oh, ¿qué quieres? cielo? I mean, it really, I don't know. I... <laughs> I love that. I know that's not a thing in many other countries and I just thought it was a nice display of kindness that made me feel at home. And I also love traditional Mm -hmm. Irish music, which has nothing to do with Spain, but I like, there are a lot of people singing on the streets, playing instruments on the street. That's also a thing where I'm from. And I just, I think it's lovely. Mm -hmm.
1: no definitely i'm actually taking an irish uh music traditional irish music uh mojo i used to see right now and i just love it so much you know like learning about the different types of instruments they play and you know like the dances and it's just it's just so so cool and it's so different from you know like my country my culture but it's still very interesting for me to learn about that and um I definitely agree with you. Like, I feel like Irish people, they're really warm. I think that's, that's great. Um, But have you experienced any type of misunderstandings or difficult situations connecting with, you know,
0: Irish people? Not really. I think uh, the biggest reason why I have it is because I'm white. So (laughs) I don't really, you know, face discrimination the same way I'm sure some Latino people do. Uh, you know, the biggest, also people in Ireland are usually familiar with Spain. They have been there or if they haven't, you know, they've heard of it. Biggest misunderstanding I've had is people coming to me like January being like, Oh yeah, in Spain, it must be like 40 degrees. It's like, it's, it's, it's not, it's like you're colder. You know, you go to Galicia. I swear it's not going to be sunny, but I haven't faced any actually problematic misunderstandings yet, thankfully. I'm yeah. sure it must be different from people who come from other Spanish-speaking
1: countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's good that you haven't faced any type of difficult situations. That's amazing. That's that's actually really, really cool. And uh, um, I love to ask this to people because uh, there are so many things that I wish I knew before coming here. You know what I mean? Um, so what are some of the things that you wish you knew before moving to Ireland?
0: Well, mostly that my shoes are not made for the weather. <laughs> So I just keep having to go to shoe repair places cuz the soles just get undone and it's a mess. So yeah, everything you hear about the weather it's true. We've had blackouts, we've had uh, flood alerts. We've had everything. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's it's something. But it's not it's not mm-hmm. re- you get used to it. I love seeing you know, when it's raining and, you know, in Spain, everyone would stay home. There's just people outside without even an umbrella because, you know, that's the way things are here. But yeah, um, I also wish, and this is not particularly Ireland related, it can relate to anyone who's moving abroad. I really thought that it would be much harder to live on my own, uh, not really from the practical standpoint, but, you know, I'm really close to my parents. And I really thought I would struggle with that, but, you know, I take it one day at a time and it's really, it's really not that hard. You get used to it quite fast. It's not that different, especially with modern technology. It just feels like you just talk to them every day.
1: So what are some of the things that, you know, you would tell people in general who want to study abroad? What, What would be your advice for people who want to study abroad in general?
0: As I said, just take it one day at a time. And if you don't focus on the things that are different, you will find that there are a lot more similarities that you expected. My life is pretty much, I mean, it's not the same, but when I look at it in a general, from a general standpoint, you know, I, I have my place, I have my friends, I have my school and it's really, the things that I do are really not, that different and I think that can help ease the culture shock and yeah I know it's hard sometimes to put yourself out there especially if you're an introvert I would know but you really just have to you know man up make that effort because otherwise you're gonna fall behind and that's not something you want to do you know Um, people are generally very nice and when you're a first year they're generally in the same position as you so just don't be scared get out there get involved in societies because i know some people think they're too cool for that but you're not (laughs) just get out there and meet people and even if you don't click with some of them there will always be someone that you they don't have to be your best friend forever and ever just someone that you can be with and you know share good times that really helps with feeling like you're not alone and like you can Talk to someone whenever you're in trouble which is something I personally struggle with but it's a working process yeah thank you so much for sharing that advice I think it's
1: very valuable and I think a lot of people are gonna uh it's going to help a lot of people for sure and uh, you know studying abroad has a huge impact on a person's life how has this impacted your life in your future um has this experience changed your you know like uh your your point of view on certain issues or on certain topics
0: i mean first of all i've I had my doors open to so many experiences and opportunities sh- such as being on this podcast or i recently did a photo shoot with still magazine which is the fashion sock magazine like oh. you know shameless self-promotion i'm sorry i just had to but, yeah, <laughs> so many If you had told me like a year ago, I really wouldn't have believed it. And uh, Mm -hmm. it really obviously changed me as a person because I'm not, something I really looked forward to when moving abroad was being able to build myself and my image without being subjected to the ideas that people already have of me. Because, you know, I had been going to the same place since I was three years old. Like there was whatever, no matter what, what I did, there was always someone who remembered, you know, that cringy Instagram post I made when I was 12. And that's not something I wanted to, you know. So it's been great to just be able to express myself. I know I am a blank slate. And no one has any preconceived conceptions of who I am. It's been great to be able to be out in university. There are just so many things that, you know, I would have never imagined a few years ago. And I definitely think that it's been giving me an experience that will be extremely valuable when looking for a job or just moving to other places during my year abroad, because I already have that sense of what it's like to just you know pick yourself up by the book bootstraps and just have to build your own life in a way i think that has developed my independence and you know my ability to just construct my own life also obviously my my personality and it has helped me Uh, be more open because all the friends I had back home I love you girls but I I met you when I was literally wearing diapers so I thought I would struggle uh, making new friends because I had never really had to make friends but it's been it's been great also meeting people from different ages because I used to see and there's something that really shocked me if you go to uni in Spain everyone's going to be fresh out of high school here that's not the case I have many people in their 20s 30s 50s in my class and I think that that's It has also opened me to other ways of life and experiences that other people have had that I would not have known of, but I remained where I'm from.
1: It sounds like you're having a great experience so far, and and I'm so happy for you. I'm so like I'm so glad that you are talking about all these positive things. I I just think it's amazing that you are being able to you know start over in a new place, meet people, meet you know a diverse community, and just be yourself. You know that's that's so important, and I'm so glad that you have been able to do that here in Ireland. Um, it, it sounds like you're having a great experience, so you know naturally I would like to ask you, would you like to stay here after graduation?
0: i would not but it's nothing to do do with cork because i also don't want to go back to spain i would just you know i'm studying world languages i would ideally like to go to one of the you know countries that correspond to the languages i'm studying and i just want to you know live abroad for a while try out a few different places before i finally you know go back to spain or wherever i like the best but yeah for me as much as i do like cork it's not a forever kind of place. It's just a sort of canal to a future life that I may have. Because even though it's a great place for uni, I feel like I would get ultimately restless and bored where I just stay here forever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, that makes sense. That makes sense. If you're studying word languages, you might as well travel the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... One of my last questions, because I I, I know you already, you know, gave your advice to people who want to study abroad in general, right? But what is your advice or what is your message to other Hispanic and Latino students right now in Ireland who might be feeling homesick or who might not, you know, have that sense of community or or that support system uh, that you do? What is your, your message to them?
0: Vale, esta la voy a hacer en español porque, bueno, es para, es para hispanos, es para latinos. Eh, a mí algo que me ha ayudado muchísimo es hacerme un cuarto agradable al que volver después de pasar un, un día largo en la universidad. intentad mantener el contacto con vuestros amigos, con vuestra familia, porque a mí me parece que aprecio muchísimo más a mis amigas de la infancia ahora que no estoy con ellas, eh, porque hace muchas cosas que das por sentado cuando no estás, eh, cuando estás en tu casa. Y a pesar de que he dicho muchas cosas buenas en esta entrevista, es es difícil, Eh, sí que es normal sentir morriña, es normal sentirse homesick, Eh, tienes que ser consciente de que le pasa a todo el mundo, de que no estás solo y de que no es algo embarazoso o que tengas que ocultar, que puedes hablarlo con tus compañeros sobre todo porque al ser un campus tan internacional es así para mucha gente, hay gente que viene de aún más lejos y que tiene aún más culture shock que tú. Y finalmente eh, eso, ir a reuniones de la Hispanic Society, está muy bien, somos todos muy simpáticos. Eh, si vais a venir a Irlanda el año que viene o si ya estáis en Irlanda y me veis por ahí, decid hola, nos <risa> podemos quedar, podemos hacer una tortilla, eh, eso. Eh, si sabéis aprovechar esta experiencia puede crear muchísimos beneficios. Aunque eso, no, no es un camino de, de rosas, pero también ser conscientes de que al pasar por estas cosas difíciles estáis aprendiendo muchísimo más que la gente que ha decidido quedarse de donde sea que, que vengáis. No, no sé, pero me <ríe> parece que es, es así. Oh my God. Thank you so much. That was,
1: that was amazing. That was really beautiful, seriously. And, and I love that you said, you know, like, even though these moments might seem really difficult, these situations might be really difficult for you right now, you know, like you just have to remember where you're coming from and, you know, what your purpose and what your goal is. and it It's really difficult, as I said before, it's really difficult to study abroad because you find yourself in a brand new situation, brand new environment and you have to start over and that's never easy. So the fact that you already made the decision and you already took the uh, the, the the first step, that is already a big, big thing and 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 you should be proud of yourself. So I love that seriously. <laughs> um, so is there anything else you would like to say? anything else you would like to talk about um, before we end this uh, this interview?
0: No, not really. I mean, what's up with the music they use when they go clubbing here? Because I live next to a pub, and they're blasting Waka Waka. That's not a clubbing sound. You know, if you're in Spain, you hear it. Here they're playing Alba, they're playing Rasputin, they're playing Baby by Justin Bieber. What's up with that? <laughs> really stupid, up because I just want to get it off my chest. I mean, I love that topic,
1: and we should have talked about this earlier, I because I feel like, you know, I, I, I asked you about the pop culture, but what about like the clapping uh, culture, you know, like the, the, the playlist, the type of music that they play in clubs and, and, and pubs here, because um, I've been to Bodega, have you been to Bodega? Uh, no
0: i don't really club but i i live next to one so i just i'm constantly subjected <laughs> to the music and they just play tiktok sounds all over <laughs>
1: <laughs> Now, you know what's what's really interesting is that um, i've been to a couple of pubs and, and clubs uh in cork and uh, um the when when you ask the dj or when you ask whoever is in charge of the music in one of these places you ask them for like latin or hispanic music there are two songs that they will play for sure it's either waka waka <laughs> um or gasolina by daddy Yankee, and it's it's really funny it's really interesting because you know like they they are you know songs that are you know known globally and uh, they are known for being latino hispanic but it's so interesting that you mentioned that <laughs> um, because I feel like music is such an important or such an interesting way of, you know, like connecting with, uh, with our cultures. And um, if you go out and those are the only songs that they play,
0: it's kind of sad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I understand that. I think it's great. It's really naive that everyone goes out and just works to Waka Waka and Rasputin for some reason. <laughs> I think it's amazing. That is so funny. And like, is there
1: any other things that you you've been like, oh my god, seriously? Like, is this one?
0: Not really. I think I went over all the songs, but yeah, I just "Baby" from Justin Bieber just like sent me the other day. Because out of every Justin Bieber song, you had to go with "Baby." Well, everyone knows about and, it, you know. <laughs> and one last, one last one that always gets on my nerves is that, is that every night they will play "Gimme, Gimme, Gimme" by Abba, but they won't, won't ever play it at midnight, and it really gets on my nerves. Like if you're gonna play every night, at least play it at midnight. It's it's just random. They have the same playlist. They just shuffle it every night. Yeah, just I'm sorry, do bears <laughs> in Spanish just like "don't uh. drop," you know? It's I think even though I'm not a big fan of that sort of music, it's subjectively better to go after that music than it is to dance and get blackout drunk to waka (laughs) waka. Oh my god,
1: that is so funny. Seriously, (laughs) thank you so much for bringing that up. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, I, this was amazing, Martina. Thank you so much, seriously, for, you know, like accepting to be part of this podcast. It's our second episode. And, and, uh, we talked about so many interesting things and you sent a really beautiful message to all the people out there, um, studying abroad, which I think, uh, it's, it was just amazing. And, uh, I love this conversation so much. It was a pleasure to, you know, have you on the podcast. Thank you so much. The pleasure is all mine. <laughs>